0: Welcome to Unqualified Sports Podcast. where me, this unqualified athlete, gives qualified opinion. I actually I'm actually honored to have my very first guest today, Rashad McGinnis. How you doing, big brother? Everything is great on my end, man. How are you, man? I'm doing. I'm doing wonderful, man. I really appreciate you joining the podcast today. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much, man.
1: No problem, man. No problem at all.
0: All right, well, a little bit about Rashad. Uh, He played some b-ball at Southeastern. And actually, um, he actually has family that's in professional sports. Like, uh, can you elaborate a little bit on that?
1: Correct, correct. I have an older brother that is currently one of the defensive line coaches for the Los Angeles Chargers. A little background on him. He played uh, professional football for the Cincinnati Bengals about, four years and he's still currently the Georgia Tech all time leader in tackle for losses.
0: Oh that's what's up. That's what's up. and what's your brother's name? Just to put yeah, him out Eric, there, shout him
1: out? Eric Henderson. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm pretty sure he'll be tuned into this.
0: Uh Eric Henderson. Shout out Eric Henderson man. Uh and also you got a you got an NBA family member, right?
1: Yes, I have a cousin, Alfred Payton for the Phoenix Suns.
0: Okay, I got an interesting question about uh Mr. Payton.
1: Uh, <laughs> no knock on him or anything
0: like that. I actually like the way he plays basketball.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but we all know Alpha Payton has a unique hair to say the least, right? <laughs> uh, so I I listened to uh, Jalen and Jacoby podcast. Shout out to them. Uh, mm-hmm. But somebody called in and said the reason Alpha Payton wears his hair like that is because his grandmother is hard of she, she she has bad vision, so when she's Correct. watching him games, she could know it's him as playing. Is this true?
1: There is some truth to that. Um she definitely is hard, hard of sight, and that is a re- easy way for her to identify him while he's on the court. But he also just really likes the attention he garners off of that hairstyle. Oh. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> But but you're right, you're right. If that's the narrative he's putting out there, that is true.
0: I mean, I mean, you know, like knowing the love of a grandmother, mm-hmm. I don't have no knock on that. Like, if that's what it takes for your grandmother to see you on the court, with all due respect, but keep it up, bro. But you can, you could probably call something a little better than that. But hey, if that's what you like, that's cool yeah. with me.
1: Uh, I... It's not, it's not my cup of tea per se, but you know I don't I don't knock it. I don't
0: knock it. I totally understand, man. Uh, so um, I spoke with you a little bit before, actually before the podcast, just to kind of mm-hmm. you know feel, a feel for uh, you know your basketball a little bit of your basketball knowledge and you know just see who you like, who you don't like. So um, you told me you was a you were a Lakers fan. So uh, right. what did you? How did you feel about the Lakers this year? I know they didn't have a playoff team or anything like that, but do you feel like they're moving in the right direction?
1: Yes, I'm actually pleased with the way things played out for the young core that we're developing over there. This is actually probably the first time in about four or five years I can actually say we're trending in the right direction. And there was a lot of front office mishaps that set us back recently, but um, I think Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka uh, has the train on the right tracks as right now.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I, and honestly, I, I'm not necessarily, I'm like, a, well, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm a LeBron James fan. And I'll ask you something about that <laughs> later uh, when it comes to LeBron James and the Lakers and all that other stuff. But um, yeah. so I don't have a dislike for the Lakers, but I, I just, I'm a fan of basketball. So I think, I think, I agree with you. You know, I think that they are moving in the right direction. Uh, but I'm, so is it safe to assume, uh, cause I'm, I'm assuming you're around the age 30, 31, something like that. You're around that hit, age.
1: Hit the nail on the head. I'm, I'm thirty exactly.
0: Okay, so you're thirty years old. So you grew up in the age of Kobe. So you are. I'm assuming Kobe is your favorite player,
1: correct? Uh, of all time, yes, correct. Okay,
0: okay, all right. So well, what I do want to ask you is, how do you feel about post-retirement Kobe? Um,
1: I'm, I'm extremely proud of post-retirement Kobe. I actually had no idea. Because he has such a quiet persona as a player, I really had no direction of where he would go after he retired. But right. it looked like he's found his calling a little bit.
0: Yeah. Um, I think it's very unique of him. But I think – I just think – and, and you know, I'm I, no knock on Kobe. I have mad respect for Kobe. Um, mm-hmm. I think when you're great, you're just great, you know? like and some people just have it they just have it so Mm -hmm. i'm i'm extremely excited about it because at the end of the day um he's he's showing that uh you don't just have to as uh the 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 famous infamous reporter said you don't just have to shut up and dribble you can do other things yeah uh yeah kobe really epitomizes that but to move to a greater player um LeBron <laughs> uh, James.
1: I like that segue,
0: I like that segue. You know, you, know. <laughs> Just because, you know, the great, the greater of the player, uh, uh, in the Cavs and the Pacers, um, the series is tied one-one to get get into the playoffs. Because right now you are officially my basketball expert. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: so uh to jump into the Cavs and the Pacers series, um, I guess my question would be: Are the Cavs in trouble?
1: Um, I honestly don't think the Pacers can beat them in a the series, but what I would say is LeBron James is working extremely too hard right now he's his minutes he's at about forty forty one minutes per game so far in these first two games, and he's doing a lot. The supporting cast is not showing up at all.
0: I totally agree um Kevin Love is now has a slightly torn ligament in his left hand, the one he yeah. just recently broke. So I guess we'll see how this plays out. I personally don't think they're going to lose to the Pacers either. But and Oladipo showing us that he's not a joke. He's not shocker. That
1: was a, that was probably the biggest shocker of the season. Ol-
0: yeah, the season, Oladipo had. Yeah, he he. He's balling to say the least. Um, <laughs> he, he he's
1: and, balling. I and I watched him closely because you know he was teammates with Alfred for a couple years. Ah, you're right. Yeah, down in Orlando, so I watched him closely. I had no idea he had this type of potential to be this consistent. Really, you know, he'll blow up every now and then, but
0: right, he'll be this right, consistent. Right, yeah, and I, but I totally agree. I and you know they only had one. This their third uh nationally televised game. So it's yeah. not like people got a chance to see him. So if you watched him closely, that was intentional. It <laughs> definitely was
1: exactly
0: but speaking on somebody else who uh kinda kinda going to the, the next series that I want to discuss, um I'm thinking about the Jazz and the Thunder and to kinda go into somebody else that's kinda like a surprise well I guess a surprise Nobody's seen this, I guess, coming out of college, but with Donovan Mitchell, um, and the th- and the Jazz, do you think that the Jazz could actually uh maybe shock the world and I beat Thunder?
1: Actually had the Jazz in six coming into this series. I just don't think that Thunder Group is has gelled well. Also, Mellow's decline has a lot to do with with what's going on over there, but I just don't think Paul George and Russell Westbrook is enough, man. Jazz is very balanced.
0: Yeah, I very I told you. And uh, and it's fun. The funny thing is, I was watching an interview with Donovan Mitchell. He said his uh, his favorite player and the player he models his game after the most is Russell Westbrook. Really? Yeah, he said so. So it's funny that. He's really showing up against Russ. But to me, that might be a, a motivational type thing. Like, I have to show up yeah. against him because he's who I idolize coming out of college.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. one thing to get you motivated. i think say two things get people motivated when you're playing against an idol, or when you're playing against someone who's getting more pressed than you are, and you pretty much feel like you're working just as hard and doing the similar things that they're doing. Okay, that's well, things to get you up.
0: You said you like my segue. Actually, you just did a great segue. Donovan Mitchell, Ben Simmons, rookie of the
1: year. Man, my thoughts, I had that being a landslide um, in the beginning, like, toward the middle of the season around All-Star break, but post-All-Star break, man, Donovan Mitchell has been lights out. But I'm I'm still going to go with Ben, but I don't think it's as clear cut as a lot of people is making it seem to
0: be. I agree. the only The only thing that I would say about this is the rules are the rules. So Ben Simmons is actually qualified to be the rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you to thoughts on that. Mitchell is the rookie of the year to me, would, but yeah, yeah. The rules are the rules. Uh, but <clears throat> I mean, we'll see how that goes. I actually think that the Jazz. Potentially could upset them. I think the Thunder is – I think they're going to pull out some kind of way. Um, I think me personally, I believe it's more coaching than it is them gelling. I think Mm -hmm. the coach – I mean, Billy Donovan was a great college coach. I don't know how great – because, I mean, you got to think, he really had Durant and Westbrook and had the Warriors down 3-1. And he let the Warriors come back. Like, he had his foot on their throat. Yeah. Yeah. And he really let not come back, so I I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. Hopefully, they don't lose because I don't I know that Core probably won't stay, and he might actually be without a job if he loses to the Jazz in the first round. I haven't heard that, but it could happen.
1: Billy Donovan is, is very fortunate, he had, he inherited a lot of talent over there. I mean, even going back to Florida, we needed that. Yeah, Corey Broad, Joe Kim Noah, and Al Horford. I mean. It's not much coaching you really have to do, you know. You got guys exactly. like that,
0: <laughs> exactly, man. But speaking of coaching, and speaking of players that that were that came out of college and that that were, we you know, we expected to basically change the NBA. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, man, this is a rocket series, right? Man. What the hell is going on with this dude, bro?
1: <laughs> man. I oh man, that kid. I had no idea. First of all, I'm gonna just come clean and be completely honest. I had no idea he was gonna be what he was by him playing at Kentucky, and it was so loaded. He, he only played maybe 20 minutes a game, but sheesh! He came into the NBA, man, and he's arguably the best big man in the game. He has a well, he has an argument. I'll say that.
0: Well, I mean. If he don't figure out a way to show up in this series, that's not
1: going to ever be an argument. For series. <laughs> He's definitely pulling a no call, no show right now. He's... <laughs> like, I used to
0: think the same thing. And like, that's what I realized, too. And that's why I like and, I, and I'm and i not going to even get into some things that I believe, bro, because I'm I'm really big into playoff performance should give you the credibility of how good a great you be you can be. And that's why I like, even though I'm a diehard LeBron James fan, I can't never put LeBron James over like the likes of a Michael Jordan. It's just does it just is blasphemous to me. But either way, I'm not gonna get into that. But Carl Anthony Towns just he's underperforming. And I was listening to First Take today and you know Stephen A called him out. Stephen A, one thing I give to him, he called you out. He basically said like you're not even trying. You look scared right now. Like, what do you think about that?
1: Oh, he does. He, he looks like he, the <laughs> moment – he looks like a deer in head, like, literally. Right. I think the moment – I think he's overthinking it, though. I honestly do. I really think he's putting too much pressure on himself. He needs to relax and get back to who Carl Anthony Towns is.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, on the other side – um I was gonna get on Clint Capella because I think he's been kind of the reason one of the reasons. I don't know how you be how, how you let Clint Capella uh what isn't he, isn't he like uh from Switzerland or something?
1: Yeah, he's from he's from he's from somewhere foreign. I can't
0: I I wanna say he's I wanna say he's Swiss. Whatever. I don't see how as Carl Anthony Thomas would let this man intimidate him in any form of fashion, but not to go not to go that route. Let's go hmm. James Harden. Forty-four points first game. Second game, I think he came out was like two for twenty or something like that. Yeah, I, it's horrible showing, right? But yeah. they still won the game impressively last night. Like, do you That's think true. that? Do you think that uh, the Timberwolves have a shot to even win a game?
1: Maybe one. I mean, and for them to win that one game, they, they'll need Harden to play just about as poorly as he played this last game and some of those role players to not knock down shots. That's a testament to how much better this Houston team is for us versus last year. They went literally as far as Harden carried them. And if Harden had a bad game, they lost, simple as that. But mm. this, this year they're a lot deeper.
0: That is a great point, actually. I I never thought about it like that. Okay, well, speaking of how great his team is, and, you know, everybody's been kind of putting Harden in the, in the MVP race almost as like it's – clear shot, nobody else can compete. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like there's any other contenders or do you think that Harden is just clear cut, no discussion, MVP?
1: Well, my my theory with MVP is, uh, and also after I feel like a guy gets snubbed, I feel like he's if he finished anywhere near the top, a lot of people felt like Harden got snubbed last year with the whole Russell Westbrook thing. So, by him performing the way he did, I get. I think they feel like they almost have to give him this one.
0: So you yeah. feel like it's like one of those, uh, you played like one of the, the trophies that they get a kids now, where it's like, well, you at least played in the tournament, so you get a trophy too.
1: Yeah, the participation trophy.
0: Yeah. Okay, I thought I was the only one thought like that. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, <laughs> because I mean, I'm one of those. It's one of those. I mean, a triple double in a season, man. You. you and you thought you was gonna win that? Like, <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> 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 average a triple double. Don't get me wrong. Harden averaged what? Like thirty, eleven it's, and eight or something.
1: Eight. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Thirty, eleven and eight. Which is great. That that is outstanding. Don't
0: get me wrong, but a triple double. Then I mean,
1: two, two years, but did it again this year. Though, right?
0: Right. And he—they're not even talking about him for MVP.
1: Exactly. Exactly. See. I just don't understand. And the team have a better record than what they had last year. And they're higher seed than what they was last year. So, yeah, I, I,
0: I kind of got the feel that the MVP goes to the best player on the best team most times.
1: That's what I thought. Yeah,
0: yeah, like Russell Westbrook got it last year because of how unique of a situation that he put out there and how mm-hmm. he played consistently for the whole year. But I, it just feels like one of those best player, best team things. I mean, and I and I'm not, and I'm and I know what you're probably thinking. Well, LeBron, I think LeBron should be the MVP. I don't get me wrong, <laughs> LeBron has put out great numbers. Is he necessarily the deserving factor? No. The reason I say no is because I actually think, and and this is one team that I do like, the Pelicans. But I actually think Anthony Davis deserves the MVP.
1: Man, listen, <laughs> if 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 if. MVP was going to the best player of that season. <clears throat> Just strip all everything else away, strip seeding away, strip everything else away. Just the best overall player. Then Anthony Davis probably wins <laughs> hands down.
0: Right, right.
1: I really would. I really would edge AD, and that's not because I'm from New Orleans or anything, but. Because like I said, I'm not even a Pels fan like that. You know, I'm a fan of just great basketball at the end right. of the day. And right. Anthony Davis has just been phenomenal, especially with Boogie going down and for him to carry the team like that to the playoffs. And I was
0: going to go another route with this next topic, but since we're talking about AD, we're going we're to kind of stay on that topic. Um, trailblazers and Pels, the world is kind of shocked right now. And Completely. They, they shocked because, and I'm be honest, I'm not necessarily shocked because honestly, I think they could beat like any given night they could beat anybody. Mm-hmm. But to, for, to me, the what the world is more shocked about is, uh well, I'm about to mess this man name up, Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm.
1: Holiday way nicer than what <laughs> than what people thought. Man, <laughs> what has gotten to him? what where's that Holiday been? But
0: I'm gonna say this, man. And um, sometimes, sometimes, and we all we all has probably have a situation or a circumstance somewhere like this, where a trying time in your life kind of changes your perspective on things, and it make it prepares you to do better things, make better decisions, right? He had, wife, he had a wife or something. I think his wife had like some type of cancer, or some type of very serious ailment, Correct. right? Correct. And. Since then, because I, I'm be honest, as a Pels fan, when we signed Drew Holiday to what twenty something million dollars a year, I was like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> "This who you gonna get for Anthony Davis?" Like, seriously, exactly, yeah. But yeah. after his wife had that that situation, man, he been a different player, and people been people been wanting to knock him. Oh, he make turnovers in big moments, and sometimes he does, but who doesn't? What great player hasn't made a mistake, even as great as Kobe is? Kobe wild out a couple times in big moments.
1: (laughs) Hey, I'm not one of those blind Kobe fans. I'm completely honest. Yes, you're definitely right.
0: Okay, so to keep this one going, you see the Pels sweeping these guys? What do you see the turnout of this series being with the Pels and the Trailblazers? Blazers?
1: I think the Pels come home and take one for sure, maybe tonight, uh, maybe the next. They take one for sure. I think they go back to Portland, and I think Portland wins at home, and I think the Pels finish them off in six. In six.
0: I yeah. personally don't think they can because I think uh, as much hard as Damian Lillard, and I, that was another guy before the end of the season I, I thought was up for MVP. 'Cause nobody's seen him as the number three seed in the West either or the four seed. No way, even in that I didn't I didn't picture that, honestly. Uh but I think if it's not Damien's, Damien Damian Lillard's heart that's gonna be taken by Drew Holiday, it's gonna be McCullum, one of them. Yeah. yeah. They just can't produce right now. Yeah, they,
1: they're looking bad. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that's not Dame Lillard. Like he that's not him. I know. <laughs> I I don't get it, man. I, do you think Do you think maybe they're in their head, or you think it's just it, they're
1: I was really more worried about McCullum coming into this series than I was about Dame. I mean, I'm never really worried about Dame. Dame always produces, but actually, I think the last game McCullum played pretty decent, and it was Dame that really didn't.
0: Yeah, sure. Damian is seventeen, I believe. But they are saying that when Drew Holiday is guarding him, he's zero for seventeen on um, what uh, shot attempts. He has not scored the ball against Drew Holiday. <laughs> are you serious? Yes, I'm dead serious, man. Oh. He has not scored the ball against Drew Holiday. Period. Wow. <laughs> I <I'll laughs>
1: definitely go ahead and look that. I have to go look that up as soon as this podcast.
0: Uh, hey, and if I'm wrong, he might have made one or two shots. But he's like his his shooting percentage is very low against uh against Drew Holiday. Um so I don't know. Uh it's not really too much to say about the Warriors and Spurs series. Uh <laughs> honestly, only thing I will say, one thing I will say is um sorry to hear about uh Pop's loss of his wife. Yeah,
1: definitely um, rest in peace.
0: Yeah, definitely condolences to that. And and like they said on, on ESPN today, is it's almost like you don't know him. None of us, you know me and you. I don't know. Maybe you met him. I never met him before.
1: But nah, I've never met him either.
0: But it's almost like you felt bad for him, and then like LeBron get on TV and down and start. Yeah, and, like they even allow him to get away with a shit. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, like, <laughs> like okay. it's was like shit. <laughs>
1: I, don't, I don't. I don't miss much. uh Any chance uh LeBron does anything, I pretty much catch
0: it, you know. Yeah, it sounds like, man, they even allowed the shit to come out bad.
1: It <laughs> wasn't, you know, that's just how shocking it was. Yeah.
0: Uh I, I guess that's the the silver lining in the dark cloud of what we're discussing, man. You know, so yeah, you know, my condolences to uh to Pop and his family. Mine as well. mine as well. uh the Kawhi Lena thing, I don't even know if that's even worth discussing at this moment because Clearly, he won't make an impact on that series by playing. Uh, <laughs> but one thing that I do find interesting about this series, or more so about the Warriors, um, there's, there's reports that came out that Steph might be out for the next three weeks. Really? So with that being said, if he's out for the next three weeks, they're clearly going to beat the Spurs. If yeah. not in four and five, probably yeah. in four now with the tragedy that just took place. Yeah, so you just pick the Pales to win, which means they will possibly start playing the Pales next week, which means the Pales will have them Steph Curry lists. Do you think the Pales have a shot against the Warriors in the next round of the playoffs?
1: Uh, I don't, only because if they had Boogie, but taking Boogie off the Pales and taking Steph. Of Golden State, you know, it's kind of almost the same type of loss. And okay. I just don't. But although I have seen the Pels without Boogie, and I've seen Golden State a little, you know, the last couple of weeks or so. I think Golden State will have enough to beat them. I don't think they sweep them or even in five. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a dog fight for Golden State because Pels are gaining a lot of confidence with the way they're playing right now. I, I don't know if they can quite beat Golden State, but they—they they right now, you know, they—they looking like a, a almost a contender, almost.
0: I, I agree. I agree, man. Uh, I see that. I I, I see. I, I think Anthony Davis. I mean, a lot of people starting to put it out there into the world, but, and this this might be a hot take for some people. Some people they probably like man you this is this spot on I don't know I don't know I see Anthony Davis probably being the second best player in the world like you move you moving him past Durant I I think it's the AD show not the KD show um, <laughs> and I mean, right,
1: that, was, that was a good rebuttal
0: <laughs> I mean it's it's tough and I mean it's like it's it's splitting halves man and I'm be honest. You can ask, and, and you know, we, me, and you end up meeting off the strength of our partner, uh, Rashid. So, mm-hmm. whenever you get a chance to talk to Rashid, he'll tell you He's gonna tell you, man, a man don't like KD and blah blah blah.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So that's back that backstory
0: to this thing. Okay, it kind of, but not really. I'm not necessarily as far as his skill set. I'm not knocking his skill set. As far as his skill set goes, he's clearly top two, top three player in the world. I, you can't knock that part about him. Now, as far as his character goes, as far as like what he wants to be portrayed as compared to who he is, is to me two completely two different things. I think he doesn't mind playing second fiddle. He can be the greatest in the world, but the second best player on the, the second leader of the team. And he would deflect leadership. But that's in for a whole other day. A.D., he, he's on both ends of the floor. He's probably your best player on both ends of the floor all the time. I can agree. I can agree. We can agree on that. Definitely. And it's like that's so hard to say he – that's why I say it's splitting hairs. But I think the Pels have an opportunity to shock, really shock the world if they get the – if they can go ahead and beat the Trailblazers and get the Warriors. I think it can go to seven. Maybe they won't win, but – if they do a d clearly is the the top play, the second best player in the world <laughs> like if they win that series, it's no argument it's no what,
1: argument what I tell people all the time when I'm deciding on how great a big big man is, do you affect the game on both ends of the floor is number one which a d does at elite level do you score at all three levels? He can hit a 3 point, in these great mid-range games, definitely score down an low. And can you defend pick and roll, which he does well, very well, and do you protect the rim? AD checks <laughs> off all these boxes. <laughs> I, mean, so I could never argue with anybody saying AD is the second best or even the best player in the NBA.
0: And that, and that and to me that's actually up for debate because as much of a LeBron James fan as I am at this point in LeBron James career he does not play defense no no he don't play defense no he's played in spots mm-hmm. he's he's mm-hmm. spotting with defense as, shout out to our women listeners he's spotting <laughs> defense uh, that's, that's I see what you did
1: there I see what you did there <laughs>
0: so, either way though man but speaking of another great player to kind of move forward a little bit, okay. Uh, with Boston and Milwaukee, you know, a lot of people want to pick Milwaukee in this series because they're more full. You know, their roster is basically full. Everybody basically can play right now. Everybody's free from injury or Ooh. they off of injury and stuff like that. And yeah. I mean, Boston, they don't have like well. Let's let me let me watch how I say this. I was about to say that they don't have their best players, but it doesn't look that way. So. How do you feel about this series? Where do you see it going?
1: This series so far has been, for me, a testament to how great of a coach Brad Stevens is and how much credit he doesn't get as one of the best young coaches in the NBA. He has done as good a job as you can possibly do without having your best two players. One has been gone the whole year, obviously, and the other one, who carried y'all in the beginning of the season, as he was trying to get this team to jail together, he literally put the team on his back, and eventually, you know, it eventually got him injured. but yeah, Brad Stevens man has done a hell of a job over there in Boston, and I think a lot of people are surprised. People just picked Milwaukee to just walk all over him once Kyrie went down, but it's not the case.
0: And the thing that people, that to me, people now realizing is the fact that uh, he, even when Kyrie was out and, and like they, you know, they made you know, and, and even you said it, you know, Kyrie put the team on his back. But even with Kyrie putting the team on his back, we still did not expect them to e- even be close to the second seed in the East. no even regardless of how weak the East is. And to me, honestly, this season, the East has a lot of parity, man. It's like nobody is – They're climbing. They're climbing. Like, it's serious over there. And then you got, like, hey, man, this dude here could potentially be the next Coach Popovich style of coach. Right. Correct. Great. So, I mean, it's – I think that's great. I I do want to give on something kind of funny about this series. I don't know if you're familiar with what happened with Terry Rogier and um, Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bless, uh, uh, <laughs> Drew Bledsoe. Uh, <laughs> uh, but this trash talk, you know, Drew Bledsoe acting like he don't know the name. What you think about that, bro?
1: <laughs> I think it's hilarious, man. I, I think it's hilarious. It's uh, Eric Bledsoe's, um I know he's not too familiar with the playoffs, you know, so I'm going to give him a pass, but I do think it's it's hilarious him and Rosier going back and forth. Especially after, uh, at the what happened at the end of that game one.
0: Bruh, <laughs> you know that man's name. I don't, I don't give a damn what you say. If anything, at one point, if you ain't know his name at no other point in the game, anything, <laughs> the announcer said his name with so much excitement, he
1: got imprinted in your brain that you never forget it. Cause he embarrassed you. <laughs> I think I'm gonna make a meme of that tonight. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna, uh make a meme out of that uh last that last shot.
0: Bro. And I honestly, you know, we spoke about earlier about like different shockers of the of the playoffs, but Terry Roger is really a a player that's really even though he's kind of been doing this quietly throughout the season. Yeah. He's kind of been like really playing well, but like we like, well, well, he's just Kyrie's backup, so it's like right. Kyrie's like, Exactly. I don't know, but this dude here—he he letting people know he's not just a backup. He can put, he, if he don't stay with that team, he gonna get paid next year or I whenever. So.
1: Yeah, up. I think I think he's out of here, and and the better the longer the series goes, and the more they see play consistently this way, uh, I think he's I think he's out of here. What
0: time? speaking of how long the series will go, do you think that Milwaukee will win this series?
1: I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, I really don't. Uh they're getting out coached bad. <laughs> and it's, showing, it's showing. It's really showing. I yeah, Boston, man. Sheesh! I never thought I'd say that, but
0: yeah, I actually do too. uh I don't see I don't see Milwaukee I see them maybe winning one game, like you said. They they being our coach because they clearly a talent. The more talented of the team, yeah.
1: yeah. You have an uh, all but, world player on your team
0: too. At that, yeah. I mean, and it's, it's the length. Then they they really just had the rookie of the year last year. He's yeah. They not. It's just like it's they got too much talent, man.
1: They do. But, they really do.
0: <laughs> speaking of too much talent, um, the Wizards being the eight seed. <laughs> Man. imploding against the Raptors who has Kyle Lowry who never shows up in the
1: playoffs? Mr. Like, <laughs> Mister, Non-existent in the playoffs,
0: right? Uh, he's definitely – and, and I guess he's going to call himself Playoff Lowry now or something. <laughs> Playoff Kyle, I don't know. But, like, shots fired at 4
1: like, <laughs> That's right.
0: Uh, what – What do you you see going on with this series? How do you see it happening, like, turning out? And what do you see happening with the
1: Wizards afterwards? I'll tell you what. Two things. DeRozan is for real. He definitely took the next step. This year, he took that step. That step, I was actually waiting on him to take that. I was hoping he would sign with the Lakers last offseason and take with us. But that's neither here nor there. But he definitely t- he expanded his game. He's now deadly from three point, and that just opened his game up completely. That's point one. Point two is if the Wizards don't find a way to win this series, which they won't, I think they're gonna <laughs> I think they're gonna blow it up. I think they blow it up. At Bradley, Bill, John Wall, combo. I think someone's gone. Which one
0: do you think is gone? Uh,
1: Because I think there are an abundance of point guards and so limited good shooting guards, I mean, I think it's John Wall. As tough as I thought I'd never say that.
0: Okay. Not saying I don't agree with you, I actually do agree with you, but to play a little bit of devil's advocate with this, right? Okay. John Wall, one thing that John Wall has done is produced in these games that he's played. Yeah. Bradley had nine points last game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, get yeah. Done. he had nine points. Now, we all know he's a great shooter. Mm-hmm. Do you think, even though I understand you saying that, it seems like it? maybe if somebody may be more willing to, maybe the Wizards are more willing to get rid of Bill, Because it seems like I think John Wall has a longer contract right now
1: too. He does. He does. He signed the extension um, maybe about a year and a half ago.
0: Yeah. So I think they might be more willing to get rid of Bill, which I don't think is the smart choice if for the Wizards franchise. Because I think Wall actually is the problem, even though he's great at what he's doing. He's creating a problem with that. It's just something with that team. And then Scott Brooks not a good coach at all.
1: No. no. I really think the Wizards put themselves in a hole when they gave Otto Porter all that money. I just didn't see him as a guy deserving of that type of money. With the type of guy you could have went and bought in for that type of money. I just don't know. I'm not sold on Otto.
0: Maybe he's Drew Holiday in the making.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Drew Holiday has just got a lot, about to get a lot of people paid. He's about to get a lot
0: of people paid. That's true. That's true. Now, one thing I do, I do, I did want to speak on this, mm-hmm. on, on your first, on your, actually your first point. And I've been saying this for weeks. I wish I'd have did this podcast weeks ago to speak on what you said about DeMar DeRozan.
1: Yeah.
0: DeMar DeRozan. And I don't know if this is another hot take or whatever. I, I'm not just saying it just to get listeners, mm-hmm. even our listeners, but I'm not just getting <laughs> Fact, mm-hmm. Maude DeRozan is the closest thing to Kobe Bryant since Kobe Bryant has retired, as far as style of play, as far as the way he has the potential to impact games. Yeah, I don't see another player that's out there that's even remotely close to what Kobe Bryant is other than DeMar DeRozan. No, nah, his
1: game is his game mirrors Kobe. Kobe's game. It's actually creepy, you know, how a lot of people said that about Kobe's mirroring Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. It's really similar, especially the mid-range game. That's a lost art in the NBA too, as well. But that's another topic we could discuss. That's time. true. But
0: as lost as it is, uh, we you know sometimes some people got to turn back to the, the hands of time, right? Yeah. So D-Wade showed out against the Sixers, Woo! you know, she she's a huge oh, man.
1: Baby. Don't remind right? me.
0: Don't remind so, me. do remind you because I'm going to tell you how much faith he had in his faithful D-Wade, right? Okay. I said – I just so happened. I talked to him after the first game. I said, bro, I said, I don't – I said, the is probably going to win this series, but I don't think that he's going to lay down like that. I said, D-Wade not getting swept. I said, he too great of a player to get swept. Man, they swept. They swept. What? It, they, done. they swept. Wait, he said that? She said that. I said they not swept. She the way I, I say if D-Wade gets swept in the first round of playoffs by the 76ers, <laughs> never gonna hit the last of this for me. So yeah, it can't have. I just don't see him. he too great of a player for him to lay down like that. And <laughs> he showed up, man. So how you feeling about that series? Do you think the Sixers actually gonna win this series, or you think they might actually lose?
1: Um, I heard Joel Embiid is probable for tonight. Which mm. ended all hopes for Miami to be to pull his upset and beat the seventy sixers. I just don't see it. Not with not with Joel and B. If he's healthy. Nah, if he's just coming back just just to be a decoy or just to be a body out there, then Miami has a chance. But if he's healthy, they won't have enough to beat him.
0: I, I think – but I do – I agree with that. I, I think the Sixers probably will pull this off. I think they're going to be real tested doing this, and I think that they'll probably go the distance. I think it's for seven, honestly, because Folster is underrated as a coach as well.
1: Yeah, right. he, is, he is. He's a real good coach. And Yeah. Who does the um, Sixers have if they win? Do they, do they get Cleveland?
0: No, they actually get Boston if if the – they get the win out of the Boston series.
1: They get the win out of – oh, goodness.
0: Yeah, and then if Cleveland, if Cleveland wins, because I—that's I, really depending upon Kevin Love to me, uh, mm-hmm. and his status as far as his health. Because um, J.L. Smith, I didn't lost all hope in him. <laughs>
1: Tristan, we good
0: Tristan Thomas can't keep his head out of t-shirt. Out of something, man. So he—he uh, he not focused. I—I uh, mm-hmm. so I, I just can't. I can't. I don't know if we—if we beat the Pacers, then we get the winner. Uh, out of the Toronto series. So you get Toronto. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And so, uh, I don't think, honestly, I don't think we beat Toronto. Uh, mm, this is looking <laughs> real dark for y'all. <laughs> and and honestly, that's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing for, to me for two reasons. It's a good thing for LeBron because he knows, he knows in the back of his mind, they cannot win a championship this year. They right. can't. He can't. Right. It, they don't match up well with anyone, and they do not play good defense. And as much as I like Tyron, Luke, my respect level is starting to get back to Ox and stepping over him, Tyron, <laughs> and I just can't <laughs> – I don't know, man.
1: No, uh, no no, Lakers
0: slander. No Lakers slander at all. This is not a Lakers slander. <laughs> Bennett, oh, well, he was a Laker at that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but – you know how embarrassing that was. That was impactful to yeah. our culture at that time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like, so I mean, but I don't know if the Cavs could even pull off a victory. Uh but it's like I said, I think it'll be better for LeBron because then that way he can kind of get into the offseason. I even heard some stuff, they even talking about him and Kawhi might be linking up. And that's crazy. But yeah. really, man, I heard I mean I I listen to a lot of sports, so You know, it's speculation, a lot of speculation, no facts, but it's definitely speculated. So I'm going to kind of jump kind of towards the end of this season. Okay. Who do you think will make it to the finals, and who are you taking as the victor?
1: If Golden State's healthy, I'm taking Golden State and – I just gotta go Cleveland, man. He's been the, what eight straight. I can't. I, I can't <laughs> go against somebody that's been an eight straight final. I go <laughs> Golden State, Cleveland. I think Golden State beats Cleveland in five. To be honest, if they're healthy, if they're not healthy, then I take Houston, Houston, Cleveland, and I think Houston beats them in
0: probably six. Okay, well, tell me this. Well, I'm, I'm gonna ask you this because that was so easy.
1: Uh, yeah, that
0: was. Yeah. It just seems so easy for you. Yeah. Well, would you rather see come out of the east to be a pretty good contender against one of those two teams that you say will either win the west? I think
1: Toronto is the most complete team, but I think, um, Philly is probably more fun to watch. <laughs> I probably would enjoy seeing Philly and Golden State because they'll probably play at a thousand miles an hour, and I'll see right. a lot lot of excitement, but Toronto is probably the most complete team in the East, so I would like to see them play Houston or Golden State, but I just don't know about uh, Kyle Lowry, man. I just just don't know. I I don't have
0: any faith in him either. Uh, That's basically going to complete what we're going to talk about about basketball. Now, I actually just got a... I received a text message from Rashid, right? Okay. Asked you something? He said, "Do <laughs> really think rappers should only rap about what they really live, lived, or living?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> really, really, she asked
0: to ask you. So I'm
1: asking. Okay, um, I have two takes on that. Uh, rap originated from people rapping about things they actually, you know, lived or uh, things they actually been through. So that's what I would prefer to hear. But I mean, you know, if if you can find a way to implement things that you don't do in a creative way, because I'm all for the creativity aspect of rap too. So Mm -hmm. if, if you're a creative mind, you can do it real creatively. It doesn't have to be you rapping about things that you don't do as far as in the streets per se. It can be things you don't do as far as, like J. Cole made it popular to talk about Everyday life, you know, different things like that. So it's not necessarily saying that he really has been through that, but maybe he just knows a creative way to express it.
0: Oh, okay. Understood. Understood. Yeah. Well, I have I have something, and this, is, and this is this is definitely not scripted. I did not know she was gonna text me that and I've been saying this to my old lady for <laughs> the last week or so and she's been looking at me crazy. I said it to she been looking at me crazy, I gotta even got a bet with my old lady, and I know I'm building this up, but I'm building it up for a reason. I <laughs> bet with my old lady that Cardi B is gonna win a
1: Grammy. Safe bet, I'm <laughs> telling you, it's a safe bet. Because she <laughs> has generated so much buzz this past year, and with the way she's coming into 2018 and the album, bro. Kill me if you like. It's not a bad album. I love it. I love it. I said. I said. Not not a bad album at all, bro. At all. It's a lot of man bashing, but yeah, but but what, what else do you expect her to talk about? I mean, I mean, and she just to me.
0: One thing about rap, one thing about the way she raps, she keep it G. She gonna keep it to who she is, and and that's good music. Like, regardless if she talking bad about, I'm a man. Regardless if she talking bad about us and and in a general way, that's her perspective, and it needs to be heard. And yep. it's you have to respect it.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I'm. I love it, I, I love that, it, man. That Through Your Phone song is one of my favorite songs. But if my girl ever was to be caught going through my phone, I have a problem with it. But <laughs> it's me, I don't love the song, though. <laughs> I don't have to agree with the message to love the song. <laughs> I understand. I understand. So I'm
0: going to get back to, I'm going to get off of music. And it's going to be my final question. Like I told you when I spoke to you earlier, next one question. Uh-oh. I have to ask you this question, with you being a Kobe fan. I'm,
1: I'm, I immediately started thinking about all the bad things Kobe has done in his career to try to prepare myself, and I can't, i didn't come up with nothing. I'm not
0: going—I'm not going to necessarily go against anything about Kobe's character, because I, at the end of the day, people overcome things, and he's clearly past that. He's a better man. Whatever mistakes he's made outside of basketball, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to attack the man's character, but I will say this. He It's not even a question. LeBron James better player than Kobe Bryant all time. Period. Bam. What you think?
1: I mean, everybody's entitled to their the opinion, you know. And I will not knock anyone for that. I'm old, I'm more than old enough and mature enough to, to let someone express their opinion, no matter how wrong it may be. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling that was coming, though. I had a feeling that was that that was coming. You, man, you had to, fan, man. Man, you had to. But, but at least, at least early in the show, you did say it was blasphemous for you to uh compare LeBron to MJ. Though. So, you know, long as we got that clear.
0: Oh, uh, yeah I, I would never uh, I would I would never go against that because I'm ai I am a Michael Jordan fan. Clearly, I clearly I'm a Michael Jordan fan,
1: I, and, and Kobe not... is the closest thing you've seen to Mike, right. So it's for of
0: play. Yeah. So, 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 so there we go.
1: All right. So we, we agree.
0: play, but I mean, Michael Jordan was the closest thing, Doctor J, to my uncle. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean it's, it's all good, you know. Like when you're talking, you know, when we get older, they're gonna say somebody
1: else is better than LeBron. So I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, so, What I what I do respect about LeBron, my my problem. the. Of- I mean, besides the off the court stuff, I I love what he do off the court. But um, on the court is for him to maintain the longevity of being great as long he, as he has been. Without any major injuries, you know, he, he's still playing. I thought LeBron would slow down maybe three years ago, honestly. I right. just thought his body would just give out on him. But they say he, he trains real hard and he puts a lot of money back into his body. And right. It treats him right. It treats him right. So that that's my biggest thing with, with LeBron. You know, I, I don't have no problem with him losing five finals or, or having any lost. But um, he <laughs> could
0: know. lose in one of these early rounds, too. <laughs> 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 it's not, but then you lost six?
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, right. 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 Nobody qualifies <laughs> Jerry West for losing, like, eight, eight or nine of them. So, you know.
0: That's true. I, I kind of look at LeBron like... Uh, I don't know if... And it's another thing that people don't like about my sports uh, cachet in a <laughs> sense. I'm a Dallas Cowboy, diehard Ooh. fan as well. This might be a fair comparison, but this actually might be a fair comparison. It just popped in my head. LeBron James kind of like Emmitt Smith. He's not necessarily the best running back you ever seen, Ooh. but his longevity of playing football and I said you know best
1: what? that that might, might be, be a good. I never thought about that ever.
0: Like, cause he could arguably be the best running back of all time, but we kind of know he like not the best running back of all time. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: a Barry Sanders guy as far as that department, but
0: yeah, and I, and I, I agree, I agree, and that's a whole another discussion. Yeah, but I think it's I think that I think he kind of like that. Like, just because he can, he he has played for so long, and he's gonna end up. Piling up numbers, that's gonna put him above majority of people.
1: Yeah, yeah, yep.
0: you know, he's gonna be end up being, if not the greatest, one of the greatest of all time. Top two, definitely above Kobe Bryant. Top two, top two, uh, top two. <laughs> top two. <laughs> definitely above Kobe Bryant. Uh, but uh, man, look, Shy, bro, I really, really, really appreciate it, man. No uh, problem. We clearly went over the twenty minute mark. Uh, <laughs> But it was all good. It was a great interview, man. I really appreciate you taking your time out and, and, and getting with me on this unqualified podcast. You are clearly more qualified than me, but that's the whole thing, <laughs> is to have qualified, real, more qualified people talking to me. <laughs> so that's fine with me, bro. Uh, I really thank you for your time, though, man. I hey, really man, I
1: just you. wanted to say thank you for the opportunity, man. Hopefully we get the chance to do this again, man.
0: Man, I told you already. You are my basketball expert now, bro, officially.
1: Okay, I'm going to be a Basket waiting expert. I'm going to be a waiting. I'm about to call a sheet. I got some few words for him.
0: <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you <laughs> But uh, thank y'all for tuning in to the podcast. Y'all have a blessed one.